Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSports.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL podcast, episode number 477. I'm your host, Christopher Jones, and we're going to talk some football tonight. The CFL football, NFL, XFL, uh, maybe some new league. I don't know. MLSE is doing weird shit. We're going to talk about all sorts of wonderful things, and we're going to do our virtual picks. Uh, Not that I'm really happy with what's been happening lately, so I don't give a shit. Um, What else is happening? What else is new? Um, Oh, what's on the agenda? Here's one that's not on the agenda. Vernon Adams Jr., the VAG who's been mowing off stupidly because he's a dumb shit, um, paid for airline tickets, hotels, massages, uh, dinners, uh, meals, uh, all sorts of shit with, uh, for 20 of his teammates to come to Seattle to practice with him. Wow. Can you believe that garbage? What an idiot. I, I'm okay with him doing it. I just don't understand why he's doing it. We don't even know if we're going to have a season. Um, yeah, he spent twenty grand doing this, and good for him. And uh, but I, I think it's absolutely stupid. But it, it, who am I? Maybe he's okay with it. Okay. Anyhow, let's uh, open up the phone lines. Talk to the boys. Uh, we don't have Mark because Mark's being a Larry. Uh, we, we phone him. He gives us our number. Okay, this is what happens when we phone Mark. We phone Mark, and here we're dialing. Oh, it's, it's going to dial. Are we going to get Mark? We are. We got Mark. Okay. Because wow. he kept coming up, and the Telus bitch was saying that the uh, phone was not in service. So. Uh, uh, the internet's been repeatedly. Repeatedly. Yeah, our internet's been wonky as hell. Since, yeah, but that's um, a, if, if, if your phone is out of serve, uh, out of uh, Telus range, it wouldn't tell me that it's been disconnected. I have no idea. Okay, and it did. It it it, it was a bad request, bad announcement. It usually means that you didn't pay your bill. No, I paid so. my bill. Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> weird. He was on the other phone line real fast with a Mastercard. Got it going again. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Mark. Finally, it's only been what a month, six weeks, something like that. Yeah, about three weeks. I think. It's kind of nice not to have any NHL in right now. Good to be back on here. Uh, uh, is there playoff hockey right now, Charles? Is that what you got put put your post up there about uh, your playoff it, hockey from ten years ago? It, it's not playoffs now. The playoffs don't start for about another month. And Vancouver's getting their golf clubs out. Yep. Well, I think they're in COVID, aren't they? COVID lockdown. Well, some of them, some of them are. Some of them come out now, but some of them are still down, still down with COVID. Yep. 
and they have to play out the season because uh, some of those games are against playoff teams. There's a lot of points there. Yep. And he did get one practice after being off for two weeks. What's that? They're allowed to have one practice after being off for two weeks before their next game. Yeah. One practice and then right into a game. And they got to play 19 games in 31 days. Ugh. Ridiculous. Okay. William, how you doing out there? I'm good. Yeah. I'm just Anything listening new? to you Anything guys interesting talk. Interesting for you? Um, you know what? I was excited to hear about the Hall of Fame announcements today or yesterday. Today, yesterday. And three people with Calgary made the Hall of Fame again. So it's kind of cool. Um, we don't have a bunch of snow like Mark does. That's kind of cool. Okay. Um, yeah, everything's just good. And, of course, we're in lockdown like everybody else. And it's kind of annoying, but what are you going to do? And uh, I don't know if it's going to be if it's going to be let loose anytime soon. So I have my doubts. Because no, now I apparently Alberta is, apparently Alberta is now basing things on percentage of population that's get, that gets vaccinated. Okay. So good <clears throat> luck with that. Good luck with that. So, I don't know what to say. And I don't know if there's going to be football this year or not. I'm starting to have my doubts again. And apparently there's reports that there's going to be none in 2022 as well. But there's there's going to be what in 2022? None in 2022. No, I've never heard that. Yeah, it was just on tonight. Keep on. If you read that CBC article about the government... Not uh, not giving the CFL a loan. You scroll down further. There's an interesting article on 2021 and 2022. So, whatever. I'm not looking forward to anything right now. I take it one day at a time. So, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I mean, I don't even troll. I, 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 I could start trolling for people that want to argue with me about the vaccine, but I just don't have any desire to do that. No, it's just not fun no. anymore. It's not no, fun it's anymore. Not. They, they, these people okay. are so serious about us. It. Ridiculous. Oh lordy, yes they are. Yes they are. So yes yeah. they are. So. I'm still up there with Bill Murray. I think the what is Bill Murray? Bill Murray? What's that? What's that? What yeah. does Bill Murray say? Bill Murray says, and I'll, uh, I got to find the, the, the picture here because it's kind of funny. Man's brilliant. Here it is. It goes, it's hard to win an argument with a smart person. It's impossible to win an argument with a stupid person. Uh, 
Not necessarily wrong. No, 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 no. Yes. 100% right. Hey, I'm uh, I'm sending you guys pictures. I want an honest opinion. So you can you can be honest with me about these things. Do I want to? Is, is it, are you scaring me? Can we talk football? No, I'm not or? Gonna, I, I'm not, yeah, talk football. Go ahead. Okay. Before, so go we're ahead. gonna go. We're going to talk about what happened last week in week 14, and there was only three – oh, we'll set two pictures. Okay, we're going to have to look at these just just because. Oh, what happened? No. Why? Who are these people? Who's that guy? This is my brother before and after his operation, and he's been working hard. But to me, he doesn't look real healthy. Which is the before? Uh, the before is with the baseball hat. Before on, on the on the right. Yeah, on the and left. And on the left, he doesn't he doesn't look very good. He, no, he looks, no. He looks looks healthier on the right. Yeah. A little chubby. What do you mean? I would agree. Okay, that's mm-hmm. what I that's what I what I wanted to know. What you guys thought? He looks like an old man on the left. Yeah. Yes, he does because I think I think he lost a bunch of weight way too fast. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So, anyways, I guess it scared him. So, anyways, let's talk football. Okay, can we talk football now. Yeah. Just just checking because football's kind of important. That's why we're doing a football show. No, it's not. People aren't <laughs> talking about football yeah, right now. Football's not important us. anymore. I, nothing's important to us anymore. Why are we still doing this show, goddamn show? I don't know. I've questioned that so many times. Yeah, we like to do it. Mm-hmm. What's that? We like to do it. We like to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Saskatchewan visiting Winnipeg. Saskatchewan is a minus five. Winnipeg is a minus five. In fact, right across the board, these three games, the handicap is a wash, okay? So let's not even talk about it. We got Saskatchewan into Winnipeg. Uh, The dice rolled. Saskatchewan beats the Bombers 37-21. Charles, you had Winnipeg. Bill, you had Winnipeg. Mark, you had Winnipeg. CJ, you had Winnipeg. Big zero points straight across the board for everybody. Nobody picked Saskatchewan because that's kind of Saskatchewan. Okay. Second game was Calgary into Edmonton. And Edmonton, ooh, look at this. Calgary gets whooped in the Battle of Alberta. Uh, 27 to 11. That's it. Now, why the hell did I pick Calgary? I should have picked Edmonton. I think I picked Edmonton, and I changed it to Calgary. I don't know. Charles, you took Edmonton. Every, all right, Mark, you took Edmonton. Will, CJ took Calgary. We're done. No points there. And uh, third game was Ottawa into BC. We took BC, of course, Charles and CJ. Will did as well. Mark took Ottawa. Ottawa was victorious 60-28, to 28. Pure molly whopping. And uh, I don't know. I, I, Sparky's got some hard on this year for BC because, like, BC is, like, not happening. They they, they never in win. Biblical proportions. No, no. They just biblical proportions. Okay, so uh, uh, the standings after 
this dismal uh, production by CJ and Will, because we both got zeros straight across the board. Will is still in first place with 58 points. Girls are tied at 48. And CJ is humping up the rear with 40 points. Doesn't sound very good, does it? I'm not enjoying it either. Okay, so, uh, and the standings, the the league standings has Saskatchewan in first place because there's no fucking way I put these standings. This is, Sparky needs to get a slap. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Somebody's got to, Will, you're in Calgary. Go slap this guy. Uh, Saskatchewan is eight and Five. Calgary is six and six. Winnipeg is six and six. Edmonton is five and seven. BC is three and nine. In the Eastern Division, yeah, we have an eight. Right. We have an eight and four Montreal Alouettes team. We have seven and six Ottawa Red Blacks team. We have six and six Toronto Argonauts, and we have a six and six Hamilton Tiger Cats. When in your lifetime? When in your lifetime? In week. 14 of the CFL season where all Eastern teams at 500 or above. Never. I honestly can't remember <laughs> ever it happening. Never. 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 I don't think ever. Okay. Maybe when, maybe when Winnipeg was in the East, maybe, I don't know. No, there's no way. It would have made it worse because Winnipeg would have been stomping on them and the other teams would have been losing more. Mm-hmm. So, no, yep. no. It, 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 just, it was just wrong. On, and this is wrong. This is just absolutely wrong. I don't know what's going on. There, Sparky did make a point in saying that it is because there is more um, interdivisional play because of COVID. Okay. So, honestly, I think we should make up our own goddamn schedule, not listen to the league, because the league, this schedule is stupid. And if this schedule, if this reflects the real season coming up, that's ridiculous. Now, okay, there's a dog. That's my dog. Don't mind me. Okay. So, this week, week 15, four games, they are all – 10-point handicap to the visitor, okay? All of them. So we have Toronto into Montreal. Charles, how say you? I'm pulling the Toronto theory. into Montreal. Uh, something tells me, and who's the visitor? Toronto into oh, Montreal. Toronto into Montreal. Okay, so obviously Toronto's the visitor. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Montreal. I would say that. Something tells You're me going, Montreal. You're going Yes. Sorry, did you call my name? Yes, William. Okay. Uh, Montreal. Mark. Montreal. And CJ is going to take Toronto. I'm either going to sink or swim here. Uh, Ten point handicap. Winnipeg into Calgary. Charles. Winnipeg into Calgary. Now, who's the visit? No, I'm just kidding. Um, Fuck. I don't know. I'm going to pick Winnipeg. William? I don't know why. Worked out for me Did last. you say my name? 
Did you say my name? <laughs> Cal- Calgary. 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 Calgary and Calgary. <sighs> one of these days, Alice. One of these days. Mark. Winnipeg. And I'm going to join my friend Cal- in Calgary. Well, those Stampeders better not let me down two weeks in a row. Okay, the third game. Edmonton Eskimos into Hamilton to play the Tiger Cats. Edmonton is 10-point handicap. Charles. I don't know why I'm going to go with Edmonton, even with the handicap. I am. You know I never pick Edmonton, so. I know, Hamilton, but I need sir. you to say Hamilton because Sparky gets Hamilton. stressed. Hamilton, 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 Hamilton. Mark? <laughs> Hamilton. Uh, so you're just going to take Hamilton. Well, I'm out there on the boat by myself. You are. And the third game is a 10-point underdog, BC Lions, into Saskatchewan. Now, I can't even go against my own BC Lions when they're minus 10 because they're playing Saskatchewan. Why couldn't they play Ottawa or or somebody? No, Saskatchewan. Charles, go ahead. Who are you going to pick? Oh, betting the... uh, Already better against a couple of underdogs, but... I always take my Lions, so I take them when they're an underdog in the regular season, so why stop now? So I'll go with the Lions, B.C. William. B.C. Mark. I can't believe I'm saying this, B.C. And Welcome, is friends. B.C., so, you know, Wow. That game doesn't matter. That's how you know I'm going on a coin toss. Okay, so now I have a question for you, gentlemen. Okay. So if if we – is the CFL season 2021 season going to start on time? You know, I mean, they pretty much already said they are. They're not. So I'm going to say no. Okay, so you're saying no. That's my my thought, anyways. Sparky brought up the point a couple weeks ago that we are going to um, overlap seasons if we don't do a couple extra weeks in our season. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. But if the CFL doesn't start on time, then we don't have to worry about it. Do you want to do another week now? Do we no, no. predictions, or do you want to wait and see if the CFL's postponed actually comes out with an official announcement, and then we can double up a couple of weeks later on? Yes, let's do it that yeah, way. Yeah, let's wait. Let's wait for now. Yeah. Okay. I, I did have the sheet prepared in case that's where the direction you guys wanted to go. But, you know, I'll just uh, I'll hold on to it till next yeah. week and adjust the handicaps if something's changed, but I don't think anything will. Okay, so that's week 15 in the books. 
Uh, let's recap this. Uh, Toronto into Montreal. Everybody took Montreal except CJ. He took Toronto. Winnipeg and Calgary. Uh, Will and CJ got Calgary. Mark and Charles have Winnipeg. Edmonton into Hamilton. Charles is alone with Edmonton. Everybody else has got Hammy. And BC, Saskatchewan, everybody took the Lions. You good with that? It's in the drawer. Yep. Sparky, roll the dice. Don't fuck up this time. Okay. So, now, I can close this off and move on. Back to Facebook. Oh, my God. This is, why is the Herman Goring picture up? Who did this? (laughs) Who, what? Okay. So we got um, a recent report from Arash Madani said that the MLSE is interested in blowing up the CFL. Is this necessary as bad as it sounds? Is it? Is this necessarily as bad as it sounds? Um. Uh, Do we honestly believe that MLSC wants to do this? Do we believe Arash Madan? <laughs> the CFL is fucked. It's in uh, trouble. Let's just face facts. Yeah. It's it, it's going nowhere in a hurry, and uh, it's it, it's been the wrong road for for a decade or more. Maybe even three. And uh, for the last five years, at least, it's on life support. Uh, the injection of Ottawa Red Bull a little bit, but that's gone. And uh, the talk of Halifax is just uh, this global CFL 2.0 is 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 ridiculous and just pissing people off. Uh, yeah, I did. The CFL, blow it up? I don't know. Give it an enema? 100%. Get get rid of the shit. Because there's a lot of it in this grain. William, what are your thoughts? Is it savable? Can we save the CFL? Or do we have to um. reinvent it? Of course we can save the CFL. And I think the key to saving the CFL is tomorrow there should be announcement that COVID doesn't exist and we can start <laughs> over again as as par usual and let's go full guns, baby. I'm game. Just ask, just ask, ask Texas and Florida. Let's do it. Okay? No, I, I the CFL, of course the CFL is savable. I mean... Regardless of of the problems and the issues it had before COVID, it was still going to flourish the next year and the year after that and the year after that. Now, 10 years from now, is it going to be a problem? Maybe, but we do have to adjust. And is the MLSE going to blow it up? I don't think so. I don't know if I believe that. As, as, As we've gone along, with this whole 
COVID world we live in, I don't know who to believe anymore. So Marash and Danny, I don't know if we should believe them or not. What's his okay. source? What's his source? Um, I don't, I don't know. And I'm going to speak on something else. I'm going to ask you a question here. MLSC has invested a lot of money into marketing and promoting uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Raptors, the TFC. Okay. They've done shit all for the Argos and they've owned them for three years. Mm Mm-hmm. They're not putting any money, any more money into this franchise than they have to. Yet they're dumping bucks of money into every other franchise that they own, including the cross. That just gives me a, this, this, this article by Madani just a little bit of cre- credibility with me. Just a little bit, not a lot. But just a little. <clears throat> Charles, what's your take? I don't know if he, they want to like when he says blow it up. I don't think they want to. They mean like destroy the league and end the league. I think he wants to reshape it, and I think this all goes to the whole thing. What's going on with the XFL? We talked about it last week that they were really the driving force. Uh, in the whole talks with the XFL and so on. And basically, I think they want to reshape the CFL to make it more profitable. Uh, You talk about the MLSD putting all this money into all these other uh, teams that they own. That's probably because all those other teams make them money, Uh, whereas the CFL, uh, it's not making them anything. So um, I don't think the Raptors were making money when they bought them. Mm, no, they were probably they probably weren't, but I don't think they were losing as much money as the CFL was, and obviously there was potential there, and I think they've realized that. Uh, they should, I agree, they should be putting more money in the CFL for for, for sure. Um, but um, you know, I think they're trying to reshape it. I I think that's why they're they're trying to get in with Dwayne Johnson and uh, Redbird and whatever. They called it this, the XFL and so on. So, uh, interesting. I just want to see where this goes forward because there's so many different things being reported by so many different people. And Will's right. It's hard to know who to believe nowadays because there's so many different things that you hear. Yeah. I Blowing up the league to me would be to drag nine – nine franchises into the XFL. It wouldn't be merge. It wouldn't be to partner with them. It would just be say goodbye to the CFL and triple Argonauts are now a member of the XFL. That's, that's where I see it. The point the league to me. Yeah. Goodbye CFL rules. Goodbye anything else. We're just play XFL hardcore. Bring it in. And that's what's going to happen. Am I on the other hand? No, not necessarily. Maybe MLSC is not spending any money on marketing Toronto because they're doing like everybody else does. They don't spend money on marketing the CFL either. So maybe that's what they're doing. Yeah. 
And for people out there saying, oh, the CFL doesn't need Toronto, uh, I got news for you. If the CFL doesn't have Toronto, there is no CFL. Sorry to break that to you, but that's a fact. Well, is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, The CBC said that without Vancouver or Toronto, they would stop broadcasting the league, and that would be the end of the CFL. Okay, that's right. a fact. That's, that's nobody's hiding that one. Okay, MSC is basically TSN. Okay, yeah. TS, TSN owns MLSE. If Toronto stopped as a franchise or did something else, then TSN, why? It doesn't make sense. You don't cut off your nose to spite your face. I don't think that's the end of the CFL. But I don't see the Toronto franchise anywhere. TSN's cutting in other spots, too. They're cutting radio stations and all kinds of stuff. So. Mm-hmm. But you would think in Winnipeg, a city that has sports at the union now, and they close the radio station... Yeah. For a comedy network? Yeah, but, okay, what did that radio station have? Did they have the broadcasting rights to the Winnipeg Jets? Yes. They did? Yep, TSN dropped. TSN dropped the broadcasting rights. Wow. Okay. I, I have no response. <laughs> they didn't even negotiate. They just dropped them. It just makes no sense. So would it be a surprise for TSN to say, you know, we're dropping the CFL? And they go NFL all the time. Yeah. If, if, if TSN said that, if they actually turned around and said that we are no longer broadcasting the, the CFL, that's the end of the CFL. Yeah, oh, exactly. Sure. That's what I mean. And I don't think that TSN is going to broadcast the NFL if Toronto's not in it, the biggest media market in the country. That doesn't make sense for them to do that. Or if they do, it'll be a fraction of what they're paying now because they're not going to pay the same amount to broadcast the CFL if they they don't have the biggest media market in the CFL. Because say what you want about the Argos drawing fans, uh, they still draw decently on television, which is odd. You, you don't get a lot of people at the games, but you do get them in TV. And if you cut that market out, that the worth, the net worth of that contract plummets. To mention the fact that many of the top um, sponsors of the league are based in Toronto, and if there's no team playing in Toronto they're not going to be all that anxious to be broadcasting uh, or to be sponsoring it. So that hurts them there as well. But a lot of the stuff with blowing up the league also leads into one of the other topics we're doing. I think it's the fifth one, the David Naylor report. Right. Yeah, so that could be where the blowing up part of it is too. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if that were to happen, that certainly blows up the league. Yep. Yeah, no kidding. 
And knowing the type of person that Dwayne Johnson is, that would be the type of thing that he would want to spearhead. That's the type of thing he would want to go after because he's a guy that thinks big. And so does a Redbird Capital. Exactly. Well, that is Dwayne Johnson. That's his company. Well, yeah. that's, that's part of it. He's part of it. So, yeah, Redbird Capital, they're not into – there's a reason they bought the XFL when they did. Because you would look at the XFL and think, well, why buy it? It's failed twice. But I think they've had this plan for a while, not necessarily including the CFL, but to take try and take the XFL to a new level. And then this situation with the CFL comes up. So. <laughs> and Christopher, as to the global initiative, did you forget that tomorrow was actually the global draft? That's actually tomorrow? also on the agenda. Tomorrow. Yeah. No. Who gives a shit? I don't care when the Canadian draft is. <laughs> never mind the global. <laughs> Hey, we could have our first Chinese. Yeah, and we could have our first Chinese-born CFL player. And for that matter, we could have our we could have our first ever Lithuanian field goal kicker too. (laughs) My head hurts. I want to go to bed. I don't know what to say. I, I, I'm just, I'm so disenfranchised right now with everything, not just football, life in general. It's just, I'm in one of those. I think that's, uh, I think that's a common thing right now for some reason. I find it more and more all the time. How do you think with so, football we feel Winnipeg? We still haven't been able to celebrate the Grey Cup banner going up in the stadium. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. Who cares? <laughs> like, who really I fucking had, cares? Winnipeg winning the Grey Cup Hang on, old, old fucking news. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> old news. I had my boss walk up to me today. I run an excavator. As If anybody's been don't even have room for a fucking lunch in there. There's no room at all in an excavator. It doesn't matter what size it is. It could be the biggest excavator in the world, and the cab is, is tiny, okay? Um, and I, I, I'm in my excavator most of the time. I'm out of the excavator. The boss walks up. He calls me out of the excavator to talk to me, and he goes, where's your mask? And I says, are you shitting me? And he goes, no, you're supposed to be wearing a mask. And I said, I'm in my fucking excavator. I'm not wearing a mask. And he goes, but when you're talking to people. And I says, I don't talk to people. I don't like people. And if I don't have a mask, maybe they'll stay the fuck away from me. And he looked at me and he goes, okay. And I said, so you get your ass over there and leave me alone. (laughs) That's kind of the mood I've been in all day. And you still have a job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He can, yeah. Oh, bullshit. No bullshit. That was not bullshit. No, sorry. I said that quietly because I wasn't, I wasn't addressing you. I was looking at something else. 
Sorry. No, I don't know. You can't address, Charles, you can't address anybody quietly with your microphone in front of you. It doesn't work. I know. We hear everything you're, you're right. doing right now. You're grunting, you're groaning, you're, it, it's just, yeah. I have a terrible Bre- habit of breathing nasally. Okay. Okay, let's do something. Where are we going here? Arash Madani. I really don't care. You know what? Blow up the CFL. Do something. Just do something. Just do something. I want to see forward progress. I don't care if it's anything. I just want to see something. Is that too much to ask? Yes. No, I'm just kidding. You know, I don't care whether it's Grant them a franchise or shut up. Okay? XFL, partner with them or shut up. Okay? MLSE, put up or shut up. Okay? I don't care. Just do something. Actor Chris Bickford says the CFL is suffering from an inferiority complex. Is he right? Fucking right. He's right. He's been right for, it's so bloody obvious for the last 40 years. I don't know what the hell. Of course he does. But who's, who's Chris Bickford? (laughs) I was kind of hoping when I put this on the agenda that one of you might know, because I don't have a clue who this guy is. Charles, did you know? No offense to him. I don't know. Probably not. I don't right? know who he is. Maybe, maybe, I think I missed a case. Maybe it's Burt Reynolds or 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 somebody like that. Burt Re- Reynolds is dead. Yes, Thank I know, you. Charles. That was here's, an example. Here's what it is. It says Chris Bickford. You missed the K in his name, by the way. Um, is an actor, producer, known for Long Island Adoption, Traveling Dallas Misfit Club, and the Odyssey. I haven't heard any of any of those. <laughs> I was going to say, that clears nothing up. Okay. So, okay, let's, he also let's, did Nickelodeon. Um, you can't do he, that oh, on television. I, which was a TV show that was on like 25 years ago. That was yep, on when he, I was a kid. I know he did say something about wanting to make a CFL movie akin to the Mighty Ducks. Okay, he said that a couple of days ago. Um, but I, I, I still don't know who the hell he is and why anybody would <laughs> listen to him. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. How how, how important of an actor is he? He doesn't have a Wikipedia page. And the weird thing is, this isn't even a three-down article. Oh, he 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 was he starred in a in Kung Fu: The Legend Continues series back in 1995. So yeah, that was a must-watch for me. Well, he thinks Toronto and Vancouver can sell out their stadiums. Doesn't say how. But he thinks his, they can. 
he uh, he hasn't made a TV series because he's a TV series. He's a TV or TV TV series or TV movie actor. He's never been in a real production of anything, and but he wants to make one for the CFL. Uh, in in well, twenty one awesome years. Idea. He has an awesome idea. The NFL and CFL to play an exhibition game on a CFL field with CFL rules. Why would the Just NFL do that? Good, no idea. That was going to be my question, too. Why would the NFL do that? Yeah, why would they? That's the dumbest shit that I've heard because simply put is – you never – I don't go and do something where I'm set up to lose, where the odds are against me winning. Why would I show up? These guys have never played CFL rules. They, the long field, the motion, 12 men, they, they've never done it, okay? At least the CFL guys could show up and play four-down football and, and, and be respectable in the game because they've all – most of them have played it. Yeah, they play. He needs to make it a yearly thing and call it the Border Bowl. Fine, but why would the NFL show up? (laughs) What's in it for them, really? I mean, you see how you can say, well, get exposure and credibility. The NFL, like, well, we're the guys here, we're getting nothing out of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I mean, yeah, it's 100% in the favor of CFL, in the rules, in the, in the advantageness, in, in it, bringing up their He's game, happy. publicity, everything. This, this would be a, a total non-event in America. He's actually had a meeting with team executives. What was one that? Meeting. He's had one meeting with team executives to showcase his ideas. In what league? In CFL. Yeah, oh, yeah, this CFL's going to listen to them. <laughs> the NFL let, would let, laugh let, their fucking ass off at them. I was going to say, let's let the guy get past, see if he can get past a single NFL secretary at their offices. <laughs> They'll just be, okay, I'll pass on your card. We'll be in touch. You'll never hear from them again. I, I I I just don't understand. I'm just totally confused, and I don't know what to say. This this is dumber than a fucking franchise in Halifax. This is probably also the most anyone talked about Chris Bickford on a single show, maybe ever. Maybe ever. Yeah, you you could be could right be, there, Charles. Could he be? Could he be related to Marcus Crandall? <laughs> yes, we got his name in. That's now the most backwards Marcus Crandall reference ever. Uh, I would have to say he is not related to Marcus Crandall. They have some different features. <laughs> you mean like his lily white ass? <laughs> Okay. Uh, does anybody want to touch this 
William, do you have anything to say about this? That you've been very quiet. About what? We have 120 minutes in which to talk football, and we've gone through 44 of them, okay? I need some and help we making, and we making this we've gone through, going. We've gone through 44, and we haven't talked about anything yet, okay? <laughs> so, so we're good. We're halfway no, through not... Charles's agenda. Can you refresh me on the topic, please? Because it didn't excite me that much. I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm not going to refresh you on it. I'm just going to move on. Okay. Because then I don't, I don't think it have any, any value I... added to this oh, conversation. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was about this Canadian actor who who has an opinion on the CFL and – and and my comment is just like the kicker comment. Who cares what he says? Okay? Yes. Who cares? No, you had a lot of meaningful input to this but, conversation but, at this but point. Hold on, but hold on. Is he a Canadian I actor? That, I don't know. I do believe the CFL does have a very, 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 very large inferiority complex because I think it's a great football league, and I think they have great players and great athletes, but I don't think they do. And that's a problem. Okay? Yeah. It's, that's a big problem. That's a really big problem. So, and, and if you talk, if you talk to former players and current players, they say that the NFL and the CFL are like, they say they're both tough leagues. And I don't know why we have an inferiority complex, okay? But maybe it's because they don't market their own product well enough and don't tell themselves 27,000 times a day that it's a good product. Maybe that's it. I know it's a good product. You guys know it's a good product. Why doesn't everybody else know that? Because it's not in their their TV 24-7 like the NFL is. No, but, but well, no, but I, I really believe that what Christopher says, what is that saying you use Christopher all the time? Three quarters of the people you meet every day are half below the people standard. You, half, the pe- meet, half the people you meet that during your day are below average. Half of them are okay. above average. Some of them way below okay. average. Right. And I'm thinking, I think you can apply that to a lot of CFL fans, they don't know what they've got. They don't know football. They don't know what they're watching. I think that's that's the biggest problem with the inferiority complex. Okay. And I, what, what do you call us? Who do I call us? What do you mean? I know. It, it was a tough question to ask. Um, no, it wasn't. I, I, I call us the I, best. I don't like to I consider myself a media league. personality of the CFL. I really don't because I don't like the media. Uh, but what are right. we? Are we just hardcore fans? Are we just uh, – is there a, a new category that we have become? Is there anything in there? Anyhow, what I'm trying to get to is that for the last, what, five, six, seven years – 
I might even be eight. I've been uh, above the top of hardcore CFL fans and promoting this league via a Facebook group called CFL is. And then later after that one blew up, I started Let's Talk CFL. There I started all of the Let's Talk Toronto, Let's Talk Calgary, Let's Talk everybody else uh, Facebook group, and then this podcast, okay? So I, I like to think that I'm a little bit more than just a fan. I don't know what I am. I don't want to be considered a media personality because I think most media personalities are idiots. And I don't like to consider myself an idiot. So um, can, I see I, I can't compare myself with John Hodge. The guy's dumber than a stick. Uh, okay, so but when we started this Facebook group or when Charles and I started it way back when, and it's got, it's got to be going back five or six years now, there's At so least. many people who were hardcore CFL fans and still are, and, 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 and there's many of them out there in the same capacity that don't know the fucking rules. They're always asking dumbass questions of things that I learned when I was 10 years old about this league, like the Rouge, like, I don't know. I'm just going on. It's just so many people don't know this game, yet they call themselves fans. And do you know what I'm talking about, Charles? Yeah, I, I think I get where you're going with that. I understand that. They that haven't they, bothered they, to educate themselves on the product. Because if they really did, they would appreciate what they have. Yeah. This is an amazing, an amazing product. It's an amazing game. I mean, it, it literally is a multi-level, multi-dimensional chess game played with real pieces at a very high level and very quick. Yep. This, is, this is so close to Wizard's Chess, I don't know what is. Nobody got that, eh? Wizard's chess. Nobody knows what wizard's chess is? Is that a Harry Potter reference? It's a Harry Potter reference. It is. It is 100% a Harry Potter reference. From the very first Harry Potter movie. Or book. Yeah, I slept slept through Harry Potter. Sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm not surprised by it. Okay. If I if I get bored by something, I fall asleep. But anyways, to finish what you were saying, Christopher, sorry, I don't know what to call us. I still call us fans, but you know what? One of the things that is nice, and I don't want you guys all to get a big head here, but one of the nice things is since I've joined this group, I don't really have to – I know that I can come to you guys and get intelligent football talk. And my my life was lacking that before I before I discovered this. Okay, there's not a lot of people who know football, and it's too no. bad because. Yeah, it's, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, it's too bad because yes, if you knew anything about football, 
you could watch a CFL game and realize what you have. Okay? But then you do get guys like David Benefield, who's always online, talking about how to make the CFL better. Okay? And some of his points are valid, but he never, ever talks about the product. And the product it's is all about fantastic. the fan experience. Yeah. He's never experienced the fan experience. That's his problem. Okay? Well, and that's I'm, the thing. Yeah, okay. he's yeah. a player. No, he goes to a lot of games, though. He I, I understand he goes to a lot of games, and I know that. I know that. But he's looking at it from a different perspective. He's looking at it yeah. as a player. Yeah. Okay? He's looking at it as a former player, a wannabe player, uh, you know, a, a, a disgruntled player. I don't know what the position a player, he's coming a player at. Who didn't get a, a player who didn't get a fair shake at a lot of contracts and stuff like that. He's the last guy who should be talking about the league because I'm sorry. It's very negative in my mind. I mean, I like well, him. Everything for, I really do. But him and I have a lot of things. Yeah, the last stuff yeah. he was on about was about the tailgate experience between the NFL and the CFL. He's not wrong. And that's just dumb. He's I not wrong. We'll never get to that level. No, there's no passion. And you have the people going to an NFL tailgate that don't go to the football game. Yeah. Once the game starts, they, they go the home. Te- or they hook up a generator they, and watch or, it at the tailgate. Watch it there, right. Yeah. You, that's Tailgating in Canada is so far behind, it's going to take decades to catch up. Winnipeg is one of the largest tailgate areas, and it looks like a corner compared to an NFL one. Oh, if you've got an NFL game that starts at, say, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, there's people there at 7 o'clock in the morning. Drinking. Drinking, barbecuing, everything. 7 o'clock in the morning, they're there. And they're there all day. They're drinking for hours before they get to the game, if they go to the game at all. And a lot of them are there for food, and strictly yep. food, not even booze. Yep. And in Canada, with all the different, like, Saskatchewan can't have tailgating because it's against the law. Neither can Vancouver. Yeah. Neither can Vancouver. So it ends up pretty quick. Yep. So if, if there's a tailgating event in Vancouver, I would guarantee you that there would be a police roadblock on the exit. <laughs> Guaranteed. The thing 100%. is, 100%. There used to be tailgating in Vancouver right next to the, right in the, uh, one of the lots in the backside. I went there for a playoff game. The McDonald's uh, parking lot, right I, beside McDonald's there. No, 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 it wasn't that. It was right next to the stadium, right in the backside of the stadium. It wasn't even the McDonald's one. This was right next to the stadium underneath the viaduct, underneath oh, okay. the, uh, the Canby yeah. Bridge or whatever. I, I and remember I was there, that. And it was, actually, it was actually one of the bigger tailgates I had ever seen in, like, a CFL event. Uh, there, was, there was a whole um, – uh, uh, a um, 
whole parking lot full of people. They had a bus from a bar come, and they pulled out this big, giant barbecue. It was not, I mean, I don't think it was quite to the level of the NFL, but when you're talking about, uh, like, CFL tailgates, one of the bigger ones I've never seen. Now, that lot doesn't exist anymore. They've built a building on it. But it was actually very interesting to see for a playoff game. But uh, people really got into it. But and it was after that that, well, the, what, part of the problem was, too, is that some of these people uh, that went to the tailgate, they were pigs, and they just left all of their garbage out in the middle of the parking lot. And then the government just put an ordinance in saying no tailgating allowed, and that shut that down. So... I don't know. I mean, they've uh, I wonder if it still exists. They had videos on there of uh, the tailgate. It was actually very big. But, I mean, the, the city of Vancouver has been uh, very uh, much against any sort of um, tailgating since then. Well, there was, some, there was a very important piece in your last sentence. Okay. Government? <laughs> the city of Vancouver. Yeah. The BC Lions have no business having a stadium in the city of Vancouver. Should be in the city of Surrey. Yeah. Should be where the football fans yeah, but are. Then, where the land yeah, is cheap. Then, build then, a stadium out there and build yourself a, a, a tailgating area that would rival. I mean, you can buy land out there for dirt right now, especially where I believe they should put it. If it was in Surrey... Wouldn't there be too many stabbings in the parking lot before the games? No. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No. Okay. Well, I've heard no, things. Not where, not where I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. But once again, you know, and, and I think you guys have missed my point because, and you all know that I'm a purist and I could care less about fucking tailgating and I could care less about fucking beer, okay? All I want to do is go and watch a good product on the field. And the CFL has a good product on the field. Maybe 100%. you have to educate people. Maybe you have to educate people more about what a good football game is. I guess I don't know. But you got to get into the stadium. Well, sure, but I mean, you know do what? You? Take, take for example. Charles, Charles, when we went to the Grey Cup in Edmonton, you know what? Those venues that night before, where'd he go? He he just post sent a message that says, be right back. Okay, well, anyways, when we went to the Grey Cup in Edmonton, okay, the venues at nights were nice, and you can hang out with people and drink beer and yada, 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 yada. But for me, the biggest part of that whole week was the game, Okay. And the game was fantastic. So, you know, and the same, the same when it was here in Calgary the last time. The game was fantastic. That's all I can. And the venues were nice during the week. My buddy came from Winnipeg. We went to all the venues. It was okay, okay. But for me, it wasn't the all and be all. The all and be all was the was the game. That simple. So. But to get the younger people in, you have to get them in Fuck the stadium. The people. <laughs> They're the ones that spend all the money. Yeah, okay. In Winnipeg, you can get a ticket for 40 bucks. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. But if that doesn't get you the suit. Relying, 
if we're going to start relying on the younger people, you might as well shoot yourself because they're oh, not going to they're not going to they're not going to help us. Trust me. Okay, yeah. if you're depending on I them, look at Winnipeg's trouble. I look at Winnipeg's stadium in the last five years. There's more and more younger people coming. Since Wade Miller took it over, he has removed seats in the stadium, so there's you stand the entire game. There is no seats. You can buy a ticket for I think it's either thirty or forty dollars that gets you into the stadium and gets you a drink. It doesn't get you a seat, but you're in the stadium. And you'd be amazed at how many people take up that ticket. And they're not our age because we're all sitting down. Fuck, I couldn't stand so you do up what you can hours. to get the young people in. You see, I'd like know. for that to something like that at the BC place. They simply can't do it. They don't have the room, unfortunately. It's yeah. not our stadium. Yeah. That's a big part of the issue. Bottom line, it's not our stadium. Yeah. Now, Concord well, that's is built backwards in BC. Have you ever thought about that, Charles? Is all of the concession stands should be on the outside wall. And the inside wall they should, should be yeah. open. That's a good point. You think we can, re- think we can get BC Place renovated? Mm, you start, I'll catch up. That was that was a good thing about when they built that investors group field. The concourse is wide open to the field. You can see yeah. the game from everywhere. Yeah. It's awesome. We know. Yeah. We know. We hear about it all the time. We're sick of it, so shut up and fuck ah. off. Okay. Uh Chris Beckford says the CFL suffering from an inferiority complex. I don't doubt it. I just, I'm still confused as to who Chris Bickford is and what the hell he thinks he can do about it. Make a movie. Go ahead. But I, I also think though that that's largely also fueled by the media as well. Or lack thereof. Well, lack thereof, but also some of the reporting, people like Sportsnet, that treat it like an inferior product. You mean the Raspinati? Yeah, he has. He's been very guilty of that in the past. Yeah. No, and what I'm talking about is is TSN has the rights to the CFL, and they hardly put any fucking CFL news on TSN other than the games themselves. They don't promote the game whatsoever. So that they also think we have an inferiority complex, or they. Are they a part of creating the inferiority complex? I remember when I was growing up, back in like the 80s and the early 90s, they would always have a show on called, uh, I think it was called the CFL This Week or something like that. Basically, it was like a, I think it was like an hour-long show just reviewing uh, the previous week, uh, like in Wednesday. It's something that got, uh, you know, that got, you know, the CFL you know, in the people's minds during the week when they weren't playing, but they don't even do that now, and they're the only ones that carry the CFL. I don't understand that. Yeah. One out. Yeah. 
one hour a week, and they dropped it. Yeah. To be fair, they did restart it in 2019. What's that? They did restart the weekly show in 2019. Yeah, because... And they did a few episodes in 2020, and yeah, well, what's there to keep going with? So who knows if they would have kept it going, but... Okay. Dave Naylor reports that the CFL-XFL talks could turn into a global league that expands beyond Canada and U.S. borders. Would a scenario like this work? Okay. The XFL hasn't worked in America, and the CFL's not working real well in Canada. So let's take our problem somewhere else and see if it works. Fix it in your backyard first. Global. Where do they want to put teams? Mexico, London. Sounds like the NFL. Uh Stop trying to be the NFL and start being some. Start being yourself. Be proud of what you are and step up and shout it from the rooftops. This is where that Redbird Capital comes into play. Yeah, they are big in Europe with leagues and teams that make a ton of money. What sport? So, soccer. Mainly soccer. And it's not small teams, and it's not small leagues. The idea does intrigue me. It's not a horrible idea. You're not merging I don't think it, any of the I leagues. I don't think it's horrible. Yeah, I don't think it's horrible either, but is it too early to be talking about something like this? Do they have to establish North America before they can start going to other countries? Yeah, but they swallow up the GFL, the German Football League. That would probably be easy. And the German Football League for the European Football Leagues is popular. So what do we do? Do we take the... The, the different football leagues around the world, they, like Australia now is doing three-down football, by the way. Uh, we all know that. Uh, the German football league, so do they have a championship out of all of the different German football leagues? Do they have a championship out of all the Italian football leagues and the Swedish and everything else? And do we bring them together in Canada for like what we have with the World Cup of Junior foot, uh, Hockey at, uh, starting Boxing Day? And do we have round-robin competitions with uh, Heat A and Heat B and try to come to a, a, a winning a world champion, so to speak? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. It's like a super league, like they have in soccer. Right. Well, it's not mm-hmm. a super league. It's a, a championship of champions. Yeah, it's great. Soccer has a Champions League. You take a a German national team and you take a Swedish national team and you take a Australian national team. And if you have to put bring players from all the different teams, or you just bring the best team, I don't care. And uh, and let's play football. 
It's club teams playing each other. It's club teams from the different countries playing each other like they do in soccer. Right. All the different champions of all the different leagues also play in the Champions League as Mm -hmm. well as their regular. It's an interesting concept. Because then you are growing the game globally. And there's more TV contracts out there and more betting out there. The downside to that is that it, it takes so much out of the players to play a football game that you, can, you can't have that many more games in a season. It would be two. Say you have two four countries. You have Canada, the States, Mexico, and Germany. Why not you only Australia? have four teams. You only have four teams. Why not Australia? Because they're just starting. It wouldn't be worth it yet. You go with where there already is football leagues. What are you talking about? There's, there's like 36 teams in Australia right now. It, it's been well, going on for decades. Too, but, you know, you start off with four countries. Mm-hmm. It's only two more games. And when do you play these two more it's games? not a horrendous idea. And this may be where, going back to the first segment, about Arash Madani's blowing up the league. This is blowing so, up the league. So does that mean that we have to play with Canadian players and be an extreme handicap? Well, yeah, that's on the agenda, too. So, Is it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting agenda tonight, Charles, because most of the real football articles all tie into one thing. They're all that's the same. True. Yep. But that's kind of where it's going right now. That's where the news is. And it could be why MLSE wants to not play again this year, because then they have more time to organize the whole idea of it. And MLC has seen it firsthand because they're part of the MLS. Yep. And they also play European teams. So this is right up their alley doing this kind of stuff. So are you bringing a team in for an exhibition game in the middle of the season? No. So you're playing after the Grey Cup? Yes. Every country would play their championship. So the and then you go to the championship. At BC. Because they're the only dome stadium. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you've, you've bitched and whined about playing football in December in Winnipeg. So you, I, I cannot possibly believe that you would accept something like this. I go to it. You guys are a bunch I of freeze my ass off and get rid of it. Yeah, the players don't want to freeze their ass off. They're whiny and cry as it is playing in the Grey Cup game with <laughs> Amer- Southern Americans. Aren't they? Tell me wrong. Because I'm not. You can't. You have you to have think, exhibition games during the season. 
Like last week, there was only three three games. Well, there should have been a fourth game. One of our teams playing a an international team. It's an interesting concept. So, is it an all-star teams or no? It- it's club teams. It's your regular club team. It's who won the championship. Yeah. This is no all-star, no nothing. This is a regular football championship football game between regular championship teams. Think about it like if you're into, like, say, junior hockey. Think of the Memorial Cup. You have, like, the WHL champion. You've got the OHL champion, the Quebec uh, champion. They're all separate leagues, and then their champions all play in, uh, like, a tournament um, type thing. Yeah, I know. Those four teams in there, one of being the host city. Right. Now, I'm not saying you would do the whole city thing, though, but, uh, you know, it's that kind of idea. No, but that's how the Memorial Cup is played. Right. Yes, it is. So if you're playing in late November, in late November, early December in Canada, you're playing in BC Place Stadium, right? Or you move the season back three weeks. Oh, my good Lord. Which has always been talked about anyway. Yes, and it's absolutely ridiculous and dumber than fuck idea. William, we haven't heard from you. Speak up. Don't give me that I don't care shit. Well, I've been listening listening to you guys talk, and, and what we were talking about earlier was before 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 you do anything globally, you need to fix your own fucking backyard. Okay, hundred percent. So, so why jump to conclusions before your backyard is fixed? Okay, and and I I think of the logistics of the whole thing, and it's it's mind boggling. Okay. And so, so yeah, I'd love it. I'd love there to be a global football league. I mean, you know what? In reality, the NFL has been trying to make a global football league for quite some time now. And it obviously hasn't worked out for them because they haven't gone any further than sending a team once a year to go play in the UK or something like that. So, and I would think that they've researched it quite a bit. I'm not saying it can't be done, but there's lots involved. Okay? And, I mean, like I said, I, I'm i happy with the CFL right now in their season. I know we have to do something so it will last forever. But I don't know if globally is I, – I just don't – I don't see how it goes together. That's all. So there's my two cents. So I really do care, Christopher. Okay. I, I, I don't argue. I'm not arguing or disagreeing with what you said. The only problem with fixing your backyard first 
How many decades has the CFL been working on fixing their own backyard? It's a league of nine sometimes. Sometimes. No, 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 no. You're wrong. You're wrong. They've never tried to fix it because they think it's okay. Good point. Good point. That's the uh, true. So there's the problem, and that's where that Redbird financial or whatever comes in. They have the experience in doing it. They also have the money. Yeah. Yeah, but guys, there's lots of money in the CFL. Okay? There is lots of money in the CFL. Okay. I'm I'm waiting. I'm trying to figure out where. What do you mean, where? Think about it, Christopher. You mean the billionaires that own the teams? There you go. Those guys. Those guys, Christopher. Yes, those guys. The billionaires that own the teams, except for and one third of the franchise, and the sport franchises that own the teams. Yeah, one third of those teams are community owned. Yeah, and that's why I think they should drop that, and they should sell those to actually owners. To be honest with you, that's my opinion. But they try to if you want throw it under the bus. Yeah, well, you know what. They win one game in 30 years, and they're fucking got their sorry, up their sorry. ass. Sorry, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan have not been known to change very much. Okay? I know. Mark, I left, I was on board 30, I left Winnipeg 33 years ago. It's still the same fucking size as when I left. <laughs> okay? Whereas the place I moved it's to grown, has, almost, has almost doubled. Okay, in 33 years. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I I can go on about that, but I'm not going to. Hey, I was on board for a duel. You have to get these guys all together, and they all got to start pointing in the right direction. And the right direction is a league that will benefit everybody, not just them. And it's pretty hard to get guys to do that and look that way. Okay? It really is. You have three different types of owners in one league, and there's only nine teams. Yep. It doesn't work. I, I, I'm still hoping for one one person, one organization to own the entire league. And you know what? Maybe maybe the the XFL model is not that bad. Well what we thought doesn't who, work. Right, where you have people who own the league and the players are dispersed amongst the teams and you go from there. It, it's well, a concept. Are you looking then for you parody? Got people... Well, parody would be nice. Games are a lot more competitive that way. More Throw them all into a big hat and every two years have a draft? Or whatever. I don't know. You see, the problem is we don't know how that's going to go because the XFL has never lasted long enough. 
to find out. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, you know, but it's because they're trying to imitate the NFL. I don't know, man. I don't know what the answer is. Charles, I, what were you going to say? I think the answer Go ahead, Charles. I was just going to say because that was how they kind of ran the uh, the XFL with one team um, on and on. People were complaining. Now, rightly or wrongly, they're saying, well, then all they're going to do is the biggest markets, they're going to make sure that the biggest markets always have the best teams because that's where they make the biggest money and that they can manipulate it uh, that way if they own all of the teams. Now, I'm not necessarily saying it's right or wrong, but, uh, you know, that's something that people could consider. So, like the CFL with the Ricky Ray trade? Bingo. There's going to be manipulation amongst teams no matter what you have, whether it's the Ricky Ray trade, whether it's tampering, whether it's whatever else. And these guys don't even like each other. If you had one team underneath the whole ban- one, all teams underneath one banner, uh, the teams have to be ran autonomous and without outside inter- interference. I think they could if the teams were run set as each separate business model and the the league focused on the league as opposed to focusing on a team. Do you understand that? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So the league's business isn't how the players play football. The league's business is how to put the fans in the stands, is how to promote the game, is how to make every team rise every team up above the rest. It's not manipulation of how a, a football game is played. That should be left up to the teams themselves, which are run independently. It can be done. It's just challenging. Mm-hmm. We have a small market. We have a small league and a small market. And we have small-minded people running it. Goes back to Chris Bickford saying that we have an inferiority complex. And he's right. Because small-minded people with small-minded teams and small markets with small dicks and nothing's working. But once again, the key to that whole thing is you got to market the shit out of this league and tell people over and over and over again that this is a good league, and they will eventually believe it, okay? We know that's a fact. We know that's what happens. Well, of course we know it's a fact. Look at the media for the last year and a half telling us all about COVID. Right. Everybody's bought this whole thing, hook, line, and sinker. If they spent that effort and money in the Canadian Football League, we'd have a football league. Even the federal right. government doesn't believe in us. 
<laughs> That's true. And they fucking believe in Bombardier. <laughs> and Air Canada. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started because it's it's stupid. But anyways, but no, if you tell the people, I'm sorry, people, if you tell them over and over and over again that it's good, they'll believe it. If you tell them over and over and over again they can get a virus, they'll believe it. Okay? Just say it. Dead silence on the air. How come? Yeah, just it was just dead silence there for a second. There's a lot of silence. We're all on mute. Yep. I'm trying to let you guys talk. Okay, what's next on the agenda? We beat this to death. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. The CFL has announced the 2021 Hall of Fame class. And and Marv Levy? Levy. 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 Marv Levy. And I'm looking at it right now, and I'll tell you who the class is because this is important. Will Johnson, player. 1989-1996, Calgary Stampeders, one season with Saskatchewan, appears in three Grey Cup games, championship currently, once. Sorry, sorry, and is currently a Cal- City of Calgary police officer for 14 years. Okay. Huh. Marv Levy, builder. He was the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes in 1973. He went on to coach the Buffalo Bills to the greatest losing record in the world. History. History. <laughs> Nobody's come to four consecutive Super Bowl appearances, four consecutive Super Bowl losses. The man's a legend. He is the GOAT. He's he is the, the GOAT. goat. Yeah. No doubt yeah. about it. In, in more ways than one. Could go either way with that one. Uh-huh. Nick Lewis. No one in the CFL history has caught more passes than Nick Lewis. I thought you Simon did. No, that was yards. Nick Lewis has passed. Yeah, he had the most yards. Right. Okay. Two-time Grey Cup champion. Played with the Calgary Stampeders, Montreal Alouettes, 226 games. Thick Nick. He can hurdle a tall pylons. Okay, uh, Doug Mitchell in the builders category. Unbridled passion for football has made the game stronger at the amateur and professional level. Played for the BC Lions. Best known as the CFL's sixth commissioner, serving in that capacity from 1984 to 88. Also on the CFL Board of Governors, representative for the Calgary Stampeders. Moving on, Orlando Steinauer, the current head coach of the uh, Hamilton Tiger Cats, two-time Grey Cup winning winner, played with the Ottawa Rough Riders, Hamilton Tiger Cats, Toronto Argonauts. He was named an all-star at three different positions, cornerback, halfback, and safety. That's pretty impressive. 
most return yards interceptions, second most return yard uh, interception return yards in CFL history behind Les Brown. Uh, Mike Walker, one of the best defenses in CFL history. Edmonton Tiger catch 82 to 89. Edmonton from 1991 capturing Grey Cup championship with the Ticats. 95 and a half packs, 14th overall. Okay. Don Wilson, player, never lost a Grey Cup game. Did he play in one? He did. What's that? He did play in a couple of Grey Cups, yeah, with the Argos. Uh, uh, Bill Hooper. He's a media in Hamilton for CHML. Uh, he has passed on. Died in 19, or 19, 2018. And Bernie Pascal, media. BC, uh, Vancouver's BC TV in 1969. Do, 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 just, he's a media dude. We know who he is. Yep. Those are the well. Hall of Fame class for 2021. So we actually got two media guys. Isn't that kind of rare? Yep. Two, three, four. Four players and two builders and two media guys. Okay. William, what do you got to say? Um, Calgary's represented here well four times, I guess, eh? Yeah, well, um, you know what? Nick Lewis is also a first uh, first-year eligibility guy. So this is his first year that he's eligible and he's in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think it's more than justified. I think he's got nine or ten one thousand yard seasons or something like that. Um, he's also he's also the only thing Matt Dunnigan did when he was the head coach and general manager of the Calgary Stampeders <laughs> was he signed Nick Lewis. Okay? And that was it. Then they fired him the next year. Um, Nick Lewis is a great football player, no doubt about it. Um, Should be in the Hall of Fame. And I think he's – it shows you – I think there's only been 21 – I think they said today 21 or 22 players that have gone into the CFL Hall of Fame on the first ballot out of 380 or something like that. So that's pretty impressive for Nick Lewis. And he still claims today, the way the CFL is, he still claims he could get the, a thousand yards today in the CFL, which I don't doubt. Okay, but I do. Uh, there's no uh, way well, that he I could don't. get. There's no way he could have got a thousand yards in 2020. I, I well, of course not. There's no CFL in 2020. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't bite on that one, Christopher, okay? I don't think he's going to get any in 2021 either. He got it in 2016, okay? And he was an old man then. 
or it's the twilight of his career. I know. He says the way the CFL is and the way they're set up, he could get a thousand yards. And he also he also holds the record in Calgary for, um, I think it was, he had a thousand yards one year, and he only had one touchdown in that whole season. That's pretty impressive if you think about it. They didn't look for him in the end zone, obviously. But, yeah, no, Nick Lewis is a worthy choice. Orlando Steinhauer, it's taken them a long time, but he's finally in the Hall of Fame because he would have been eligible, I think, 2013. Mm -hmm. We're in 2021 now. So uh, Will Johnson was a great defensive player for the Stamps. He's obviously had to wait a long time. I think he is still currently holds the record for most sacks by a stampeder. I think he is tied with Charleston Hughes, to be honest with you, at 99 or something like that. Um, The other builder, well, Marv Levy, I know lots about him only because he's the NFL, and he was on the waggle this year. He's as old as dirt, but he says he's still honored to be part of the CFL, and, and it's kind of a nice thing. So, yeah, I think it's a good class in general. Go ahead, guys. Well, in terms of Nick Lewis, I mean, you look at the guy, and he did not seem to be in the type of shape always as other top-tier receivers. His shape was more, well, round. Round Round is the shape. You knew where I was going with that, but... He was always a guy who seemed to be able to get open. He was always a guy who was able to get a catch when he needed it. Uh, he just had that great sense about him. Um, and talking about uh, being a first ballot Hall of Famer, well, if you lead, if you lead the CFL in all-time receptions, you should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Why wouldn't you? Uh, Will Johnson was a great defensive player. I remember him. Uh, especially in the years where the Stampeders used to dominate the BC Lions, basically after Doug Flutie went there, and then most of the 90s for that matter. Um, Doug Mitchell, I always remember Doug Mitchell because he was the one that awarded the Lions the Grey Cup in the first Grey Cup of my lifetime when they had broken the uh, 21-year drought uh, after winning in 1964, then they won again in 1985. Obviously, he he played before my time, but I just remember him being the commissioner to award the Lions the Grey Cup there. Um, and then again, Marv Levy, I mean, obviously he's known a lot for his time in the NFL with the Buffalo Bills going to four straight Super Bowls and losing. But, I mean, if you get even if you get the Super Bowl, you must be doing something right. And he gets there four times in a row. But he was, before he was in the NFL, he was a great coach in the CFL, I believe he went to three Grey Cups. He won two of them, and he wasn't in the league that long. So um, he obviously made an impact, even though he was only here a short time. So all I think all of the uh, – and Bernie Pascal, another guy I remember from my days growing up, the uh, head of BCTV Sports, uh, he was always a Lions backer. And uh, so um, good for him and uh, good for all of the Hall of Fame uh inductees. I'm glad for all of them. I think they all uh, are deserving. 
Marky Mark, what do you got? You just pissed off none of them for Winnipeg? I'm surprised it took as long uh, as it did for Steinhauer to get in. That's true. You look at his stats and how dominant he was. He was fun to watch play. He the return yards, and even though that's only second, it's not first, but the amount of return yards is just crazy when you think about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely the most dominant defensive back of his day to win the awards at three different positions. I don't know, has that been done before? I, don't I tried know. to find it, but I couldn't find anything about that. They're kind of. I, I don't want to say they're all the same three position, positions now. They're all the defensive backfield, right? So, it it's not a big push to cornerback, halfback, safety. Although they are they no. are played differently, but you know, yep. it, there are players who play both ways. You know, where you get a receiver and a and a defensive back. Also, like um, your buddy there, Carter. Yeah, exactly. Jerron Carter, yeah. Jerron yeah. Carter. But, My hair. No, it's, it's, it's a good Hall of Fame. But I'm just, like I say, surprised it took uh, Steinauer as long as it did to get in. There's not much else they can say about Nick. To be at his age and hurting guys was quite entertaining to watch. You know... And if you want to talk about guys who aren't in, I'm surprised and shocked to this day. And Nick Lewis brought it up on, on the waggle this week. Jermaine Copeland is not in the hall of fame. Okay. I don't know if you guys know, do you guys know who Jermaine Copeland is? Oh yeah. Sure. yeah. He was a receiver do you remember Calgary. him? Well, do, yes, but sure. he was also a receiver. He was also a receiver for Montreal. For Montreal. Too. Okay. He, he's got over 10,000 yards in the CFL. And his name never even gets mentioned. No, nope. I don't understand how how they overlook guys like that. It blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So, just saying, just saying that. I mean, one year in right Montreal, up. one year in Montreal, Copeland and uh, Cahoon combined, they had thirty five hundred yards between the two of them, oh, which is just mind boggling. Okay, which is absolutely mind-boggling. So, but anyways, that's just one of the guys. And and once again, we're also coming up to. I think it has it been three years yet, or it's been close to. I don't think it's been three years yet. Once again, we're going to have this debate many, many times in the next couple of years. How come Kevin Glenn isn't in the Hall of Fame? And how come he's not going to be a first ballot guy? He's got over fifty thousand yards passing in the CFL. Well, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. Is he going to be a first yeah, ballot Hall of Famer? But he when? probably will be. He's not been out of the league for be. five years yet. He's not eligible to the Hall. You No, no, you only have to be out of the league for three. Are you sure? Yeah, I just I looked thought it, it up. Five. <laughs> I thought okay. it was five. I thought it was three. That's why he hasn't well, been out for five. Huh? No, Nick Lewis has him three. for five years, so. No, oh, it must be Nick three Lewis. then, yeah. And uh, Henry Burris, when did he win the Grey Cup? 
2016? 16. And he got nominated last year. Oh, yeah. And he was the first ballot. Okay, so yeah, it must be three three years then. It's three years. It's three years. I think the NFL is five. Silence once again. What's going on? <laughs> I can so, see them delay Kevin Glenn. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but he will go. He will go in the hall. So, yeah, he may not be the first. Uh, he may not be a first ballot Hall of Famer because while he has a lot of yards, because he never won a Grey played, Cup, never won a Grey Cup. He was while he was in the league for a long time and had a lot of yards. I don't know if anyone ever really considered him a top echelon quarterback, like a top tier guy. He was always a very good quarterback, not a great quarterback. Uh, that's not to say he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame because I think he does. But that might be a reason that he doesn't get in first ballot. If he doesn't break his wrist in 2001, he's uh, in the Hall of Fame immediately. Yeah, because he had a great cup at that point. Because yeah. I still believe that Winnipeg would have beaten Saskatchewan that year. Hell, they came within four points with Ryan Dinwiddie. They would have beaten Saskatchewan that year. Interesting. Glenn will be in the Football Hall of Fame. And it will be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. It has to be. I mean, shit, just belonging to all nine football teams it, 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 <laughs> it, it should get them into yeah. the fucking halls, shouldn't it? Uh, that's, I was going to say that earlier, too. He just—he was the only player, I think, ever that was property at some point of all nine CFL teams, which is hard to do, even in as long a career as he had. Who he didn't necessarily they? play for all of them. No. What? Who was he signed by where he sat on the bench the entire season? He didn't play a single down. Edmonton. Was it Edmonton? Yeah, yeah, it was Edmonton. Behind Mike Riley. Right. And then that he got taken no by Yeah. And then he got taken by Ottawa in the expansion draft, and then uh, like a week <laughs> later they signed Henry Burris. Ah uh, yes, the year Burris had said he was signing in Winnipeg, and then changed yep. his mind. Yep. And that's I think when he ended up with the Lions right after that, because Ottawa traded him uh, because they brought in Henry Burris, and that worked out well that year for the Lions because that's the year that Travis Lule was down with his injury, and twice. well, one of his one of his injuries twice. That's twice. right. He came back I think for one. He came back for one game and got hurt. And he then, came back uh, one quarter he, in Ottawa. Yeah. And it was pissing yeah, down rain, and, and right we're away. going, 
Why are you yeah. putting him out there in the pissing down rain to get hurt, and he got hurt 15 minutes later? Yep. And Burris played the rest of that season. Or not Burris, no, but uh, Glenn. Kevin Glenn. Excuse me. Yeah. And all we hoped from Kevin Glenn was that we would be a 500 football team. And what were we, Charles? 599. 99 for that season. Yep. Yeah. A report says the CFL is considering lowering the Canadian ratio and the number of Canadians on the roster. Is this a step in the right direction or is this a mistake? It's a little Huge bold. mistake. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. They should just do away with the ratio. They should just get rid of kickers. That's what they should do. <laughs> and replace them with Canadians. <laughs> you know, I I put saw... a little bit of a little bit of thought into what I was ranting about last week in the fact that maybe we should go to four down football and not have any kicking. But then, how can you call it football? You don't use your feet at all, then. Well, I guess you no. run, but... Yeah, but... So there's no punting, no field goals, because you have to go on fourth down, no matter what. And you go for a two-point conversion. Right. The thing you need and, a and... kicker for is to kick off at the beginning of each uh, half, and after a touchdown. And you can get any pylon to kick off the tee anyway. So you don't really need a kicker. Just get a guy who wants to be a kicker. Yeah, What's his name? Our old, buddy, our old buddy, what was his name that was on our show briefly a couple of years ago? Come on, like dude from Saskatchewan. What was his name? Bill Bill. Oh, um, <laughs> No, not Joe. Uh, uh, Brendan? Not Brendan. I know who he's talking. Morgan. Morgan, Morgan? Tyson. Morgan, Morgan Tyson, Tyson or Tyson Morgan. That's right. Yeah, Morgan Tyson. He does, he does still listen to our show, and he has his own show as well. And uh, he did come up with an interesting comment from our show last week. Um, uh, if you, he says, if you don't have kickers, then you would get rid of so many jobs because you would only need like 30 people, 12 for offense and 12 for defense and some spares, not 53. That's for sure. He's got a point. Oh, you get get rid rid of of all the special teams, all the special team Canadian players. Okay. Morgan. So you don't need any. You're brilliant. We've just cut our roster down I was in, to I was in, a, a third the size I, I and saved impressed. the team each tons of money. And and another comment he made, and we not, none of us caught this, and I looked it up, and it's the truth. Chris Jones is going back because that is his high school. That is the high school he played at, and that's right. why he's going back to that school. So we were speculating why he would go there, but that's what it is. Maybe he's tired of the whole thing or is trying to regroup. Or maybe he's still a god there. Who knows? Mental breakdown, whatever. Yes, Yes, Morgan Tyson, thank you for the input. It was very well 
liked by all of us. So Yeah, it's not just getting rid of the kickers. It's getting rid of special teams completely. <clears throat> right. Correct. See, the CFLPA must love us. Here we are just cutting down their jobs left and right. Just trash them. Well, I think this is, that's worth an article. And I'm and I going to have to give credit to Morgan on it. Yeah. Yeah. An idea. I mean, shit. I mean, what? Okay, then. Uh, if you have your, if you still have your kickoff at the beginning and of each half, and after each t- touchdown, do you not still need special teams? <laughs> well, maybe you don't do that. Maybe well, you like start at like the twenty yard line or something like that. Then, or or you just. Take your normal players and let them kick off, okay? Anybody can kick the ball off a tee. Let's face it. Okay. Go back to the original XFL idea. There you go. Which was what? Oh, is that the ball in center field? The ball in center field and two players race for it? And whoever comes away with the ball gets the ball? Sounds like rugby. The first kickoff did that thing the, of the year, the guy had a separated shoulder. Yeah, and and was out for the entire season. Very first yeah. game. Who was that um, fighter from Port Coquitlam that was our uh, our backup kicker? The who? There was a football firefighter. Fire, he's a firefighter for in Maple Ridge, I think. Lived in Port Coquitlam. He was he 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 got a um, leave of absence from the fire department to play football, and in the end oh, of his Brett career, Brett Anderson. You got guys like that. He was a receiver, and he was our backup yep. kicker. There's always somebody who can kick a football. Shit, True. you could get that guy that that, that one. He's about the right shape of a kicker, too, isn't he? Julio Caravetta was a quarterback. Julio Caravetta was a kicking. quarterback, and he ended up being a kicker. He wasn't good at either. No, he couldn't kick the ball off at all. No. He'd kick off to go to the 30-yard line if we were lucky. Yeah. From the 25. So you guys are just... You guys are just proving my point. What is the purpose of having a kicker on a team when you can take any dumbass on your team and let him kick the ball and you don't have to pay extra money for it because you're already paying him for it, right? Well, you, you, go. You, you need a good kicker if a field goal is relevant. No, no, no. Go Like, pretend <sighs> you're not scared of the end zone and go and go – for the two points every single time. Come on. I'm not talking about a conversion. I'm talking about a field goal. If a field goal was not relevant, I agree go with for you. The but right now it's very relevant. Go for the touchdown. Go for the end zone every chance you can. Okay? Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree that the more times you try something, you're going to have more success getting it? Think about it. Well, yeah. I, I mean, would be that with the, the the two point conversion when it first came out, right? When they changed it, it went yep. from the five yard to the three yard. Wally went for it just about every time, 
uh, unless he w- yeah. he made two or three of them, and then he would stop and go back to kicking because he'd already made his extra points. But you know, if you if you make it, you you get two. If you get a convert, you only get one. So you can miss one and make one, and you're still even. And with the, the amount there of people who were missing converts, it was ridiculous. Yep. I would be interested to see if they did like they said they played a season. Say they played a season, no kickers, no punting, or anything like that. What the scoring would be like, whether it would go up or whether it would go down. Well, in the CFL, it would go down. Probably. Because there's a lot of points for kicking right now. You'd have to change the game. And that's why I said if we go to four-down football, then I would suggest we get rid of the kickers. You will get a fight on by from people on that though. Oh, fuck. people saying <laughs> oh, if you, you eliminate the <laughs> people are already losing their mind over this. Yeah, I where know. are you right now, Paul McCallum? Call us. <clears throat> oh, well, well, Paul... this story the this story I posted about them re- potentially reducing the ratio. Judging by some people's reactions, you would have thought the sky was falling. They thought the world, end of the world was coming. I know. It, it's ridiculous. I don't understand. I cannot see how, and I haven't. I have not. I've read a lot of these comments. Why, I don't know. But not one person can actually justify keeping the ratio where it is, except for the fact they want it where it is. Goes to the makes point no sense. It's illogical. Know. It's just like people, people wanting a team in Halifax. It's not logical. They just people, it's on emotion. People don't know. People don't know enough about football to want Canadian ratio. They think that's why it's the CFL. It's mm. that simple. And, and that goes back to what Jay said earlier. Yeah. When bomber fans bring up the Canadian ratio and how it has to stay. I then just simply ask them, would you rather have Sam Hurl or Adam Big Hill as your starting middle linebacker? And 90% of them say Sam Hurl. <laughs> no, I get dead silent. I don't get another comment okay. back. They just of stop. Of course not. Because they can't answer that and say that they have to have all the Canadians. Let's face it. I don't know anybody in a stadium who, when they see somebody get a touchdown, jumps up and yells, yeah, he's a Canadian. Yeah, nobody does that. They don't, most people don't even give it a second thought. The time that I am proud that Canadians are scoring is when I'm watching the Olympics. Yep. Right. Or, or, the, or you know, the... Uh, World Cup or, or whatever, not the soccer one, but the, what do you call it? The World yeah. Cup of Hockey? The World, World Cup, Cup of, of Hockey, soccer. yeah. Not hockey, soccer. Yeah. They don't give a shit about soccer. <laughs> Would I love to see a bunch of Canadians play? Sure. But if they're not good enough, they're not good enough. I want to see a team full of Clay, uh, Chase Claypools. 
If we could find that many Canadians yeah. playing that quality of football, fuck, sign me up. I'm a fan. Until that happens, shut up. The other way to answer the Canadian only is uh, ask them to find 18 quarterbacks that are all Canadian. And then tell me what the level of play will be. High school. (laughs) At best. It's not a shot at Canadian quarterbacks. I don't want any. It is the simple truth. It's, yeah. There's just not, you can't, the reason why most expansion teams in the CFL fail is because there wasn't enough Canadians to fill them. Look, yep. look at the caliber of football in the CFL when Ottawa came in. Ottawa got to pick Canadian starters from their teams. And it hurt the quality of our team, every, every team out there. Sure it did. Uh, guys, the show's over, by the way. I just thought I'd let you know. I got oh, it. But, um, we made it another we week. We, we, didn't get, we didn't get to the segment eight, which is the BC Lions hold the first over draft pick in tomorrow's CFL global draft. Who fucking Who cares? Fucking cares? <laughs> I, put it, I put it last for a reason. Okay, this has been Let's Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 477. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. And we're going to say goodnight to Mark. Thank you for showing up finally to the podcast. It's wonderful that you can participate once every blue moon. Say goodnight. <laughs> Yeah. Good night, everybody. It's been great to be back on. And, oh, yeah, just in case you guys forgot, BC sucks. Well, fuck off. Charles, say good night and say something witty. Good night, folks. Uh, If you're expecting me to say something witty, you're going to be sorely disappointed. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. William. Good night, everybody. Halfway through this show tonight, I hit. Ten months of non-smoking. I'm impressed. Go, Will. Nice. Congrats, Will. Congrats.